to episode five here, and here with your girls, AB and MR, if you didn't already know. Hey guys, welcome to Adrenal Masturbation. Yes, and we just gorged some food. Yeah, we did. So we're a little, uh MR's uh, three beers deep as yeah, well. Yeah, so she's three beers it's deep. It's a great day. I have to work night shift, so I, I'm drinking my tea. So how's your week going? Good week, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Anything uh, special going on? No, anything special. No. <laughs> oh, please, no. Okay. No, how Have about you? you? Uh, I'm on daylights. Yeah, I know. So you're my, you've been my relief for the past <sighs> how long now? A miserable um, poor AB has had to experience me waking up at 5.45 in the morning Bro, every day. <laughs> this woman, the first day she came on daylights, she came in, I was like, Oh, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, I you need to give me like an hour. Well, before I'm, I'm the okay. same way, but like yeah. I just never seen you like that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I know yeah. how I am. I I'm wake leaving. up way more naturally on afternoons and midnights. If I have to wake up on daylights, I'm forcing myself. Well, I just don't mm. work daylights. Yeah, as you know, not pleasant. Yeah. Um. So I have one more day of daylights and then I switch back to afternoons which is great yeah I'll be much happier oh, fun so we actually had some of our listeners write into us um we're gonna start with a story we got via email Did and then we'll get it? into the questions yeah so the story came from sue yes and sue gave us like so much joy in her email. Yes, when I was reading it, I'm like, wait, what? And I just couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, AB texted me and was like, call me right now, like there was something wrong. And so I called her and she's like, log on to our email and read this. I'm like, oh, this is where we're going. So. And when she was reading it, I was laughing worse. <laughs> it was really good. So Sue wrote into us. Um, she made us feel really good first because she was like so complimentary. Yes. And then she got into a story. Okay. So Sue says, I have a story to share about how I and several other women at work responded to a work colleague who sent me an unsolicited dick pic. So she goes, a guy I used to work with used to always brag about having a huge penis. He always looked for an opportunity to talk about how big he was and how so many women were after him because of it. He once said that he had a 10-incher. I'm sure you've come across someone like this at some stage. This has all changed, however, when he sent me a dick pic. His pic was a close-up of his penis with a ruler right next to it so I could see exactly how long it was fully erect. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Oh. It gets wilder. <laughs> oh, so good. I don't know what he was thinking, but it wasn't anything to boast about. It only looked to be about five and a half inches long. He sent me a message around 15 minutes later, begging me not to show anyone else and saying that he was so sorry, but I'd already sent it to every single one of my female friends by that point. It was no accident that he sent it to me as I found out that he'd also sent it to someone else with the same apology to her around 15 minutes later. I think that some of them needed a really good laugh and they sure as hell got one. From then on, we kept making jokes at work by measuring various items in the office with the ruler <laughs> and saying things like, damn, that thing's smaller than I expected. It doesn't even measure six inches. Followed by lots of laughter. It was so funny watching him go red as a beetroot, even though we weren't even talking about his junk. They do really need to understand if they send unsolicited dick pics, then it's open season for us to send it to all of our girlfriends to point and laugh at, as well as criticize and judge. The dick pic guy left two weeks later, probably through embarrassment. Our <laughs> boss didn't understand what was going on until after he left. Afterwards, we told her and she had a really good laugh and said that it served him right. So... <laughs> I, I think the best part about this whole email was not only did she send us the story, she sent us the dick pic. I'm looking at it right now, and like my vagina has never been more dry. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and it's like he didn't even manscape. Like what no. the hell? And so it really is next to a ruler. Yeah. Um, I don't know 
where he's measuring from, but even if you measure like at the balls, that's where he gets five and a half. So if you measure at like the base, I feel like it's still four and a half. Four and a half? Yeah. Like if you measure maybe like legitimately. Five. Maybe five. Okay. So we're being generous. Yes. Um, but her friends also, what's the word we're looking for? Decorated? The dicks. The dick. Okay. <laughs> and my favorite is the there's a little scarf on it. Yeah, there's a it's scarf and a face and the hair's blowing back. Um <laughs> <laughs> these then, are wonderful and then there's one where they went and <laughs> they put on the roller they're like very small tiny still small <laughs> so um that was great sue thank you so much you made my fucking week yes um and if we could get more stories like that that would be great because i'm sure it happened oh. to like every female all the fucking time um but yeah, that was a great story. <laughs> uh, we definitely laughed about we it did. for probably like an hour, if not more. <laughs> I think about it sometimes randomly. I do I too. Really do. I do too. So you I definitely just think about that yeah. edited, decorated dick pic. <laughs> You've <laughs> that affected is in our lives. Our email too. Account. <laughs> okay. So we also got a few questions. We did. We got some questions on our Instagram. So I'll read. There's this one question, and it is, is there anything either of you wished you knew before starting at the Academy? I totally meant to make a list about this, but that's okay. Do you want to start? We've addressed this before. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have known what drama queens men were. Yeah, I mean, maybe you had a little bit more idea because you were in the military. Yeah. But, like, let me tell you, it's like like watching one of my novellas. Yeah. That's what I wished I would have known. Yeah, there's that. Um, I also wish I would have known that there will be so many out of shape coworkers that were kind of a liability. Ooh. Um, so like I know that's a running joke. Yes. And people see that on like TV when it comes to cop shows and shit. But I didn't know that it was such a real thing. Yeah. I would. So this isn't a really what you would have known before. But I wish that in the academy, they taught us more about, like, what to say on the radio. Okay. Okay. Like radio because, etiquette. Yeah. Because when I started out, I, I'm i like, I don't know what they're talking about. Well, speaking of that, you know how many times in training I've heard, oh, you'll learn that when you actually start working the job. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's eliminate the that phrase and actually teach the cadets yes. what you think they'll learn on the yeah. job. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that. I mean, I do agree the best way you're going to learn is experience. Yeah, but, like, but... don't just give us nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they didn't go over the radio thing at all. And, like, that's, like, I'm, like, radio shy. Mm. Like, I hate okay. talking okay. on the radio. Like, I feel self-conscious about it. Okay. For the longest time when I started, I did. Now, like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Another thing I wish I would have known before the Academy was... Well, I didn't really realize part-time was a thing. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not like that in every state. I don't know if that's regional. I wish they'd eliminate it. But, yeah, I don't think part-time should be a thing. I think it's really hard to learn when you're part-time. and um, Well, it's also hard to like, do cases. It is, yeah. And, or, like, just build, like, say you want to do a drug bust. Yeah. Because you're not there. And they don't uh, put responsibility on you when you're part-time mm-hmm. they say oh the full-timers will handle that and then mm-hmm. when you're full-time you can handle something like that but yes. that's I mean there's no reason to wait yeah you should be learning that stuff as you're a younger awesome. police officer yeah. but that's and a good question I like that yeah no it is a good question um, um overall though I mean I think everybody kind of has similar academy experiences yeah and you're all kind of at the end when you do finally get a job, you're going to say, wow, I wish I would have learned this. And it's probably going to be similar to what everybody else wished they would have learned. Mm-hmm. Next question. So, yes, our next question. And that was from Carolyn, by the way. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, our next question is from Hernandez. He says, does your chain of command support you and or have your back? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is why we're anonymous. <laughs> we're going to start with. The department we both work at. Okay. Okay. Um, the chief's name, 
in our department, I'm going to call him Tic Tac. <laughs> okay. I call this man Tic Tac because literally, I don't even think the size of his balls are as big <laughs> as Tic Tacs. I'm being a little generous there. Okay. So his name is Tic Tac. Okay. So what she means is our chief um, has proven that he does not want to or cannot stand up to our council, our mayor, the decision makers when it comes to our department. Mm -hmm. Do I think our chief wants to have our back? I feel like why wouldn't he? I mean, See, he's, a, he's not an admin I've chief. I've never liked him. No, you didn't. And I feel like he will throw you under the bus to save his back. Yeah. No matter what. Because he's going to be there. So. We're expendable. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's our current situation. Um, so, we just kind of mind our P's and Q's, do what we're supposed to do, and then, do our like, job. I'm going to bring this one thing up is remember when we, I know we're not, we're not going to get in detail about this, but we are. Remember when we had a ton of protests? Mm hmm All right. So, I was scheduled to work in, you know, MRs and I's department that night. Mm -hmm. It was a 12-hour shift. And then there was a scheduled protest for my other department. And technically, my chief from my other department can mandate me to be there because it's mandatory. And I was already working that midnight, and I wasn't going to work a triple. Mm -mm. And I told Tic Tac this, and he didn't like it. Well, I actually told the mayor this. Mm. Because I mentioned it to Tic Tac, and then I told the mayor this. So then, when I go down, because Tic Tac was my relief, guess who's all there? There's, like, this whole, like, council people and Tic Tac there. And I remember they were telling me, they're like, well, you were scheduled to work here. We feel like you should work here. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I'm like, well, I'm not coming in. Yeah. Because I'm working the protest. I feel like that takes precedence mm -hmm. over... This little town. And our lovely chief said, she told you she's not working, so you guys can either accept it or tell her her services are no longer needed. Mm -hmm. And he, I just remember him saying that, and I'm like, why do you have to say that? Yeah. I mean, I obviously knew that that could happen, but why did you suggest that as an option? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that topic can be shaky, I think. Yeah. Um, what do you think about your other department? So, I really, I mean, I feel like, ugh, I feel like I've never had, like, a serious problem happen. Mm -hmm. And I feel like just with, like, the little stuff, no but, like, that's because I don't really tell them or, like, care okay. to mm -hmm. do something about the little stuff. I feel like if something really were to happen, I feel like they would. Um, I think – so I've worked for that department before. Obviously, I don't work there anymore. Um, I think when it comes to that chief, he has a problem keeping his officers in line. However, mm -hmm. I think because of past incidents that have happened with some of the old-time officers – and knowing what's going on with them and their drama, I think he's had their back. Uh, yeah, I do think so, if something were to happen, yeah, they would have I, my back. I think if something happened modern day right now with yes. you, he would have your back. Yeah. Um, he just has a hard time keeping them in line in the small stuff. Yeah, and I don't think he – I think he does that because I don't think he I mean, he he's a nice to. guy, yeah. Like, he's he a super no nice guy. He has no pressure on him from mm -hmm. council to change it, yeah, so, so why they change just don't. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I love that chief. He's done so much for me. Oh, he's a great man. Because, um, you know, he gave me my first job. Mm -hmm. He gave me a vest and a gun yeah. all for free. Um, so I really have respect for him. So that particular chief, when I was working in a different department, uh, he came up to me basically with an application and said, so when are you going to come work for us? <laughs> <laughs> so I took that to mean they were desperate. Yeah. But um, I think he's really just a nice, friendly guy yes. who he's likes what very, he does. He's very charismatic. Oh, absolutely. His and verbal judo <laughs> is so on point. 
he's an admin chief, but he'll show up on calls and help you out. Yeah. So he he's does. he's pretty great. He is pretty great. Um, my first department, that chief, when I first was hired there, I was like, wow, this guy's great. He really knows how to talk to people. Um, and I was really excited because he made it out like there was so much camaraderie there. Mm-hmm. Come to find out during my FTO, they all hate him. Yeah. <laughs> they hate him. Yes. He was I an mean... outsider. He was new to the department. They didn't hire within. Um, and he was hated. And as I worked there, I came to realize, like, he was a micromanager. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I mean, like you said before, like, he would throw you under the bus for anything. Yeah, he would. Um, the smallest things. And, I mean, he was looking out for, like, a couple officers that were really doing, like, some dirty shit mm-hmm. and I get that but he wasn't letting anything slide I mean he yes. wasn't letting police officers make the decisions they needed to make independently yeah everything had to go through him and I've personally seen he did not have their backs yeah so I think we've been all over the board yes as far as that question goes um I feel like it just matters on where you go. Luckily, I have a chief that does have my back, and then I have one that doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, really, unfortunately, you just work there, so you have yeah, one that doesn't for now. Um, so really, you just have to like do your job. Yeah. Do what you know you're supposed to do, yeah. and you'll get the feel. Yeah. Of Tell- the people there, of the council there. Yeah. And the politics there, and I think being honest is important. Yeah. And I think. Uh, you showed that definitely because I mean you didn't just call off and pretend you were sick or something. No, I <laughs> like I you told have to them. tell them where you're at and what yeah. you're doing. And, and he could have mandated. Yeah, before. I mean it's not my fault that people yeah. decide to protest. Yeah, you say this is where I stand, and you either like it or you don't like it. Mm-hmm. You just you have your own back, and it's gonna go from there. Yeah, and I knew into it they very well could have fired me if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but the fact that he brought it up, I'm like, all right. Okay. So we had another question. This person wrote in, I want to know your thoughts on the riots and madness that's happening now. Um, So before we started this, we talked to each other and we kind of agreed that we were not going to touch on that subject. Yeah. uh, We really just don't want to get into that because, you know, everyone's opinions are different and we're not going to change anyone's opinion. No. And it's obviously a big controversy. Yeah. So... Um, we like to believe opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. You don't necessarily want to see them. Exactly. So thanks for your question, but we are not going to touch on those subjects. You do you, boo-boo. Yeah. And that's where we are with questions. Yeah, that's our questions. We think they're awesome. We're so glad you wrote in. Yeah, I was really excited. (laughs) (laughs) So if you guys have any more questions, please write in to Adrenalmasters on Instagram. Or you can email us directly. uh, Adrenalmasturbation at gmail.com. It's that simple. Thank you, guys. Um, But now we're going to get into the unfair disadvantages of being a woman in law enforcement. Okay. So I know we've probably touched on this, but guess what? That's what we're here for. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we think uh, with our topic this week, unfair disadvantages, there are several things we want to cover. So my main one is when I was in the academy, being the only female mm-hmm. out of the 16 people there, I heard every single day, oh, you're going to get hired right away because you're so a female. So did I. So did I. Because like, you're oh, a female. You're going to get hired right away. They would say it with so much disdain. I know. Like, they were jealous. Yeah. That they thought that was our unfair, dis- mm-hmm. our unfair advantage, that mm-hmm. we would get hired over them because mm-hmm. of, like, affirmative action guess what it didn't fucking happen no it doesn't happen it's so hard to get a job like you you will never know this but you know this it's like off the record some departments where if they see you're a female they'll just throw out your oh yeah they don't hire you they don't even look at it they just like throw it out and you might qualify And they say, oh, yeah, you can take the PT test. Yeah. You can take the written test. You can take the oral. You can But as soon as it. we come to the oral, that's where they're going to tell you, oh, we found somebody else. Yeah. And it's always going to be a man. Yeah. I've had that happen so many times. Departments that are well known for in the area, they've never had a female 
Mm-hmm. You could have four females at the test. None of them are going to get hired. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, say, I don't know. I just feel like a female is an asset. I think it's an asset just as well. Just because you're going to have female prisoners, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. And, like, if you look, like, what about sex assaults? Mm-hmm. You think they're going to want to talk to a fucking man? No. No, Children. Not. Children. Children are yeah. more likely to talk to a female. Exactly. Um, I was also reading online some statistics about um, females in law enforcement. So the, like, general census was that women are less likely to use violence in any given situation mm-hmm. and were more likely to de-escalate a situation. situation yes. Um, and I think that's, you know, something I think we shouldn't take really, advantage of. I think that is very true. Yeah. Just for, like, some of the calls I've been on. I mean, yeah, you're always going to have your, like, one... Oh, like for wants sure. to fight you. <laughs> um, but, like, for the most part, usually, like, all the prisoners with me, for the most part, have been... Respectful. S- respectful. Mm-hmm. And, like, even sweet. Yeah. 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 But then, as soon as I leave... <laughs> They're going to start swinging. <laughs> uh, as soon as I leave, my other officers tell me that they are not Yeah. so... Uh, compliance after I leave. Sure. I've been in so many situations where um, male suspects or victims or whoever have told me, yeah, that guy was such an asshole. Like, your partner was such an asshole. And I have to apologize. Listen to this. So, this one guy we arrested because he was, well, suicidal, but he was drunk. So we got him (laughs) Okay. Drunk in public. Yeah. And um, we arrested him. And I, I was the one who put cuffs on him okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um we get him to the cell we take him off and then the other guy ends up leaving and then he has to go for a bathroom break so i take his cuffs off he's like yeah that other guy was an asshole he mm. put those cuffs on way too tight and i'm just thinking in my head uh that was me <laughs> <laughs> there's like also there's been so many times where i'll see somebody's history in the system so it'll say every call they're linked to, every crime they're yeah. linked to, and then I'll deal with them, and they give me no problem. And in in their history, it was like very combative. Will fight the police. Does yes. this, this, yes. and this, and then I deal with them. And like I had no well, problem. Well, do you know what really shocks me? So like I never let my guard down, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what really shocks me is when I get like the domestic violence, where it's like a felony because mm-hmm. they beat them up real bad. Like all my domestic violence cases. They've been nothing but nice to me. Yeah. And I'm like, you literally just beat the fuck out of your woman. And then you're like over here, like being so nice. To yeah. Me. I've seen that happen. And so I even, times. Um, I even had to go look for one mm-hmm. and I found him and I was like by myself and I arrested him. Didn't fight me. I thought he, I was ready for a fight. Yeah. Cause he beat his girl up so bad. Yeah. So yeah, I do feel like. Every place should have at least one female. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm about to apply to a place that has a long history of never having Having a a female. female. So my plan is, listen, my hopes are not high. Mm -hmm. I don't believe I'm going to get hired. However, I am going to kick their asses on the PT test. Yes, and the written. I am going to kick ass on the written. So that way, when it comes down to it, I know it wasn't my fault. I didn't get hired. Yeah. So yeah. that's just the, the attitude you have to have. And then I guess another unfair disadvantage that Emma, R, and I were discussing was the whole call preference one. Oh, yeah, call quality. Call quality, yeah. That's what she So there's been instances where you'll be on duty with, a male or several other males and they'll hit you with the, Hey, why don't you go handle this non-emergency social security scam? Mm. We're going to go over here on this side of town. We're going to do this secret squirrel shit that you're going to know nothing about. First of all, I hate secret squirrel shit. (laughs) When you're like getting your ass kicked somewhere and I'm not there to save your ass. Wow. Have fun. (laughs) I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. It might not be as... Yeah. Um, I feel like you've probably had this happen more at your department than I have. Yeah. And that has to do with my nemesis. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk about today our, as AB calls them, our nemesises. Yes. (laughs) 
every, you're going to have one everywhere you go. Yeah. But we're going to talk about our two. Did you want me to go first? Yes. All right. So my nemesis actually was my FPO. Okay. And he was fine with me at first. And then out of nowhere, he just, like, hated me. And, like, I'd, if him and I were working together, he would always ask me where I was at. And then, like, when we would get a call and I'd show up to the call, he'd be like, oh, no, you can leave. Mm. And such like that. And then he would just do stuff for no reason to, like, irritate me. And he did it on purpose. Like, I'll give you, I'll give you two examples of the many things that he has done to me. Um, one, we'll talk about the winter coat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so there's all this like hand-me-down uniforms in the break room at my apartment. And one of the officers gave me this winter coat. He's like, yeah, um, winter's coming, so why don't you just go ahead and take it? I'm like, okay. So it was in my, mo- uh, in my closet for like a good month. And then it, you know, it got real cold out and I wore the thing and I wear it in front of my nemesis for like at least a week in front of him because I worked with him every night and I wore it. And then like one day that I had off, he texted me, he's like, where did you put my jacket? I'm like, I didn't touch your jacket. And he's like, you've been wearing it every night. Yeah. Can I just say that's fucking weird? It's, like, why wouldn't you, you say someone something? someone wearing your jacket, <laughs> wouldn't you say something? Yeah, that's weird. And then I'm like, oh, sorry. Um, someone gave it to me. I'll bring it in. So I brought it in. And I doused the fucking thing with perfume. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? He never wore it. He literally he just, just left did it there, that on purpose. Oh, I hate him. And I found out that it was a hand-me-down to, to him, and mm-hmm. then he didn't want it. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, because I got it. I mean, let's be honest. It. The dude doesn't even wear his vest. Why would he wear a jacket? He's yeah, invincible, he right? He doesn't wear his vest. Invincible. Wear his radio. <laughs> whatever. And then there was another time where I invited my mentor over to have dinner with me on the job. And I even asked my nemesis if he wanted anything. He said no. So as soon as he saw that my mentor was there and my police car was there, he did three traffic stops in under five minutes. Catch and release. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Patty. Yep. He's Patty. Yep. And then he called me up one day screaming at me, asking me why I didn't show up to calls. And I told him I do show up to my calls, and he asked me, "Well, where were you? Why weren't you there?" I'm like, "Um, you should have asked him if he called on his radio that he wasn't carrying that he was out." (laughs) Well, I told him I'm like, "It's not your business." He's like, "Oh, we'll talk to the chief about this on Monday." I'm like, "Go ahead, we can." And I never got like reprimanded for it, but that clusterfuck was fucked because I literally came in there. He walked right past me and he didn't tell me that they were sitting on a house waiting for this dude. And the next thing you know, me having none of my gear on, I hear foot pursuit. Oh my gosh. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You literally passed me and looked me straight in the face and it couldn't say anything. And then you wondered why I wasn't there right away. But yeah, that is my nemesis. I can't stand him. Yeah. Uh, he was also my FTO. Yeah, but at he that likes department. you. Yeah, well, I won't go that far, <laughs> but he never had any problem with me. Yeah, and I'm not really sure what the difference was. Mm-hmm. They just they just pick who they're gonna be a leech on, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, going back to secret squirrel shit, he would go do something like that all the time. Wouldn't tell me, and then next thing you know, he'd call out on the radio that he was doing a warrant. And then he'd be mad you're not there. Yeah. <laughs> Just setting you up for yeah. failure. Yeah. But go ahead. Let's talk about your My nemesis. nemesis. Um, <laughs> we didn't talk about what we are going to call him. But whatever. He he doesn't deserve a name, in my uh, we opinion. We can call him no name. Um, so this man has been a police officer for like 18 years. Yeah. Okay. 
And he actually was a police officer in the town I grew up in, which is funny because when my parents found out who I was working with, they had, like, all these, like, sleazy stories about him when he worked there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was careful. Um, Well, number one, I'm always careful uh, when I'm meeting new people because you don't know who you can trust and who you can't trust. So he was okay with me at first, even though he was a little, like, brash and not very friendly, mostly just very, um, I almost compare him to the Joker. Like he was always making jokes that nobody laughed at but himself. <laughs> so he kind of annoyed me. Okay. Um, so him hating me started when somebody told him that I said he was a shitty police officer, which never came out of my mouth because at this point in time I'd been an officer for five minutes. Yeah. I can't talk shit on anyone at that point in time. Now I'll talk all this shit on him. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, So as soon as he heard I had said that, instead of confronting me or asking what my problem was or being an adult Mm -hmm. and addressing it in any type of way, he just went full on ignore mode. So we would work together. He would, I would come in and I'd be like, hey, what's up? And I would say his name. He'd look at the wall. Literally. See, my thing about that is, if I heard that, I would ask you. Yeah, exactly. I would If I think somebody's you. talking shit on me, but like, hey, what's because your problem? I've had that happen to yeah. me. Yeah. And I straight, I'm like, did you say this? Because they, like, number one, they might not have. Yeah. Two, even if they did, maybe they had a good reason to. Well, my thing is, they're never going to admit it if they did. Well, he definitely wouldn't have. But yeah. I would have. But you would have, yeah. But does he know that? No. But, so he would ignore me. He would come into a room if there were multiple of us in there. He'd literally say three other people's names and then not mine. Yeah. He'd do petty little shit like that. But then when we were working together alone, this is, in my opinion, where it was dangerous, was he would ignore me on the radio, Mm -hmm. which is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ignore me on the radio in front of an entire district and dispatchers. Yes. Well, the good thing about that is at least it's on record. I guess. But it didn't help me out. Yeah. Uh, If I showed up on a call first, he wouldn't come. He wouldn't come to the call. Which, that's not, like, like back your people up. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. If he showed up to a call first, of course I was going to go. And then I would go, and he would pretend I wasn't there. Even in front of complainants and suspects and anyone else, he would speak to them and not even look at me. He would turn his back to me. He wouldn't acknowledge my presence. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like, I'm going crazy. Like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. Because you're not doing your job right now. Yeah. Part of your job is being a partner. I mean, and that's what this job is He straight about. up wasn't. You can't do this job You can't do it alone. No. We're not, like, superheroes. No. With powers. So, long story short, he ends up. Getting himself suspended (laughs) (laughs) over something entirely unrelated to me. Yeah. Because in my mind, being I was newer, I was a part-timer, I didn't want to cause waves. Mm -hmm. And maybe I should have. Looking back, I probably should have said something Mm -hmm. to my sergeant um, because I think my sergeant would have talked to him, you know, man to man. Um, But I didn't. And every day I would dread going to work. If I knew I was working with him or I knew I would have to pass him mm-hmm. and see him, I would dread it. No, I completely agree. And so he gets himself suspended over something else because he's a fucking dumbass. Um, he's suspended for three months. So in that three months, life's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't dread going to work. I have a great time. But I knew he was going to come back. Mm-hmm. Luckily, in that, towards the end, in that amount of time. I got a full-time position somewhere else. Yes. And because of union policies, I couldn't have a part-time job at the same time I was working full-time. So I turned Mm -hmm. my two weeks in. Mm -hmm. And when that chief said, hey, let's talk about, like, your time here, um, I said, okay, we'll talk about it. So we get to talking about it. And by the end of it, I tell him, "Um, chief, even if I wouldn't have gotten this full-time position, it, I would have still quit when he came back. Yeah. I wasn't going to work another shift with him. And he said, I know. He fully understood. Like, he knew everything that was going on, whether I said it or not. 
But yeah, that's my nemesis. Fucking mm-hmm. asshole. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's still our backup. Like he's in the next town yeah, over. He is our so backup. that kind of makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, there will always be someone else. Yeah. Well, maybe so. he might think you're me. And show up fast. Well, yeah, because he doesn't care about you. Yeah, like, he's he, fine with you. Yeah, he'll talk to me because I saw him the other what night. What a fucking dick. And he'll like, talk to me <laughs> and stuff. And so, I mean, I've only ever talked Because as far as he knows, you never talk shit on him. Yeah. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Talking shit. Talking shit. So that's what makes me mad, though. When you get accused of something that you didn't do, it makes me want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me just go do that thing you think I did. Yeah. No, I agree. But, like, I just don't get why they don't just be like, yo. Because I did that. Yeah. Be forward. If with, you have a problem, you should definitely address it. Yeah. It like, makes things easier. With my nemesis's fuck buddy who I work with, you know, what I'm yes. About? We need to think of a name for him. Yeah. Anyway, with him, I heard he was talking shit about me saying I didn't show up the calls like my nemesis was doing. So I asked him, I'm like, uh, so are you my nemesis saying I don't show up to calls? You should have seen his face. Because <laughs> he didn't think you would confront him. I'd be like, look, I like you and I respect you. Yeah. So far. But. Don't start. I do. <laughs> don't my start nemesis, that shit. <laughs> no, I definitely get that. Yeah. But he didn't give me a definitive. Like, no. He just said, well, if I have a problem with you, I'll, I'll tell you. Next time. I'll he, tell you He left it. out the next time part. Yeah, he left, he left yeah. out the next time part. And then he, like, started rambling about something. Yeah, he does that. He rambles about himself so much. Ugh. That seems to be a trend. Yeah. In the people we don't like. Yeah. They're always upping themselves on a pedestal. Yes, they are. Yeah. And he asked me to meet him somewhere, and he talked to me for an hour. Luckily, we got a call. About shit he's done? Just about stuff. Like, it wasn't even about, like, a case. Because he asked me to do that before, but that was for, like, my pursuit. Mm -hmm. And our pursuit of that stolen car. Or, like, that one rape case. But, like, the other day, he's just like, oh, meet me here. And he just talked. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) All right, so our last unfair disadvantage would be rumors. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, um, I, I feel like there's rumors about everyone. There are, definitely. But, like, when if it, you're a female? If you're a female, it's of a different nature. Yeah, it's of a different <laughs> You're not an alcoholic, like everybody says. You're a sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't possibly have the same problems men yeah, have. Because okay. women and sex is just deviant. Little do they know I am an alcoholic. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> they have to say I'm fucking someone or another. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I just think about, so, not all females are like MR and I, and I'm not judging them, and I'd still talk to them if I met no, them. No, if you want to be a slut, slut it up, man. Um, exactly. This is sexual positivity But, like, here. I just hear about it, and they're like, yeah, she got passed around by all the dudes. And I'm like, well, why like would when? the dudes want that? Yeah. First of all. First off, when? Like, why is it she's getting passed around instead and- of, <laughs> oh, uh, you're fucking one of your friends, like, person they fucked yeah you know yeah like why is it oh she's getting why aren't the five dudes who are accused of fucking her discussing why they all fucked her yeah like don't be a fucking weirdo like i don't know about you but i'm not sharing no (laughs) no and the fact that they like sharing is just weird like if there were five of us women and we were all fucking the same guy at one point in time yeah or at another point in time i'd be like what are we doing yeah (laughs) like i might stop and, like, collect my thoughts and then talk to these people. Exactly. Like a normal adult human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that one's short and sweet, but that's where it is. I mean, we're sick of the fucking rumors. Yeah. There's been rumors about us. Luckily, I don't think there's been any sex rumors about Oh, us. yes. There absolutely has. There has. You don't remember that? Oh, that was that? recent. With that? Yes. I think he was just ball busting him. Mm-hmm. I don't think... 
Okay, so maybe sexual <laughs> <about> us. <laughs> not because like like people don't say we get passed around or we're fucking everybody in every department or like whatever. We we don't get that, but other women do. We see it. We yeah, hear it. We see it. But I did get uh my previous sergeant asking one of the guys' dad if we were <laughs> fucking. Yeah. Uh strictly because of the coronavirus. <laughs> Well, didn't he ask? He's like, are you fucking MR? And he was like, no. Yeah. And then, and like, then he asked if he was fucking you. Yeah. He's like, are you fucking AB? And he's like, no. Yeah. He's like, no, but if there's a two for one special, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that was his response. Because, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, seriously. But, yeah, that's where we are with uh, some unfair of, disadvantages. like, two for one special. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. MR and I are everyone's newest fantasy. Oh, God. I do. Well, when you look at the other females, most of them are a lot older. Well, we're, you know, younger. And we're always together. And we live together. (laughs) And the officers that know we live together think we're, like, lesbian now. (laughs) And... Um, Can I tell them what the one asked us go a couple ahead. times? We don't have a name for him either. Oh, Which we're terrible one? this episode. Which one? Um... Well, he's older and he just had a baby. Oh, yeah. I love him. We love him. He's the greatest. I'll randomly see him and he'll be like, hey, AB told me you guys had a pillow fight last night. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to feed into these fantasies because it's all he has, okay? (laughs) You got to throw the man a bone. I'm like, yeah, we had a pillow fight right after we took a shower together. (laughs) And he's like, oh, my God, you're killing me. I love that man. He always, I love him. He always tells me, he's like, tell him R. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he makes my tell day. Tell him R, I'm available. That's what he always He's tells not me. available. He is an infant. God, these men. God, these men. All right, so moving on. Moving um, on to what? Well, you've been wanting me to talk for a while about my the, the time I was put in the office. Yes, I have been. And I think people are waiting. So we're going to talk about this. We mentioned it in the first episode. We did. Um, I am not a troublemaker. This is how we started talking. So oh, maybe yeah, yeah. it was meant to be. Yeah, this maybe is this how, was meant to be. I called AB for advice. So um, a few months into working, I get called into my chief's office at the end of my shift, which is embarrassing. Now, this was at our old department. Yeah. Yeah. This is embarrassing because it's shift change. People are coming in. People are leaving. There's a lot of people there at the moment. So I say, yeah, yeah, I'll go in thinking, like, what the fuck did I do? Like, Mm -hmm. what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. I'm off of FTO. I'm on my own. But anything can happen. So I go, I start walking into his office and the sergeant starts following me. So now I know whatever it is, I'm in some shit and my mind's just racing. So the sergeant sits next to me, almost like he's on my side, but he's not. (laughs) So the chief addresses me and says that I have, it's, it's come to his attention that I have a picture on my Instagram which is private, yes. mind you. I have a picture on she my Instagram. She doesn't even use her real name. No, that is inappropriate. And at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So I had done a boudoir shoot, a boudoir photo shoot, like a lot of women do. And I got a bunch of pictures of it. And I was like feeling myself. And I was confident. And I was like, ooh, this is great. You know, I suggest everybody does it. I posted one picture, one picture, all right, from this boudoir shoot that showed nothing. Do you know what it showed? Her legs. My fucking Her sexy knees. ass legs. <laughs> my knees and my ankles. That How apparently is too much for men to handle. Yeah. Well, he pointed you out. You couldn't even see your ass. <laughs> no. You were sitting. You no. Were, you were sitting. So I you was. couldn't even. You could see from the top of my thigh to my foot. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to go into detail about the picture. However, it was super not inappropriate. Okay. It was literally just my legs. I hashtagged it or no, no, no. I put the, the caption, ask me who the best 
boudoir photographer is because mm-hmm. I love her mm-hmm. and I want to help bring her business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I hashtagged it, boudoir, whatever. He said that everybody knows what boudoir is and it brings about a certain image. And I was like, what I'd the like, fuck kind of image are you talking you about? Know what boudoir is. Yeah. Is there yeah. something you're not telling me here, G? Yeah. So my mind's racing because, first off, my Instagram's private, mm-hmm. which means somebody saw my picture and told on me. Exactly. Okay. Tattled on me and showed the chief my picture, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fucked up. Why you would do that. Who doesn't like me that much that my legs are offending them that much that they have to tell the fucking chief. Mm-hmm. Second off, all my coworkers at some point have a picture of themselves at a lake or on a boat or at the ocean. Topless. Yes. But because they're men, their nipples aren't offensive. No. I can see their legs and their nipples mm-hmm. and they don't get shit said to them. Well, do you know why? It's because, one, they're not an attractive female. Because let's be real. If you're not an attractive female and you post a picture like that, no one cares. Yeah. So after humiliating me and making me feel bad about my body, basically, he tells me how it could go against the code of conduct in when our they contract. have no social media policy. They have no social media policy. And it doesn't go against the code of conduct. And it had nothing to do with your department. Are you nowhere being a police on my Instagram does it say I'm a police officer? At the time, nowhere on my Instagram did I have pictures in uniform. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know I was a police officer because mm-hmm. I liked to keep it that way. Yep. So it wasn't associating my department with my legs, mm-hmm. which were offensive. Mm-hmm. At the time, I I couldn't bring myself to say much. Because you I was probably so mad. I was mad. I was yeah. so angry and I didn't want to blow up yeah. at my newer job and show that I didn't have any self-control. Mm-hmm. So I'm just nodding. Like, okay. And he's like, do you understand? And I'm like, yeah, I understand. He didn't have me sign anything. There was no paperwork. There was no reprimand. As there shouldn't be because he knows he has no case. You shouldn't file for your case. Well, I'm not there anymore. I know, but you should. Can you if you're not part of the union? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you can. I don't think you can. So he literally just had a conversation with me about how my Instagram post was inappropriate. So going home, I deleted everyone I knew. Except for me. Who Did I even follow you at this point? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. Um, Everyone I knew that could have told on me. It didn't matter. I did not discriminate. I deleted them all. Mm-hmm. And I just, I drank and I stewed because I was so angry at the double standards. Yes. Um, and then I called AB and that's when we became friends. Uh, do you know what I was doing when you called? <laughs> what were you doing? So I had just left. What was it? It was like, a, it was a dress store. Like it was. Like, okay. And it wasn't TJ Maxx, but it was something like TJ Maxx. Okay. And I was looking for those silicone things you put over your nipples. Oh, like pasties. So you don't have to wear a bra. (laughs) (laughs) And then I get back in my car, and then you call me and tell me that, and I get so pissed off. But you're like, I'm going to go take pictures in these pasties and post them on my Instagram. (laughs) No, actually, let's just get rid of the pasties. I'll just hold my hands over it. Yeah. Like, seriously, this is ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. And honestly, if you guys want to know, that's why our podcast is anonymous. Thank you. Yes. So, I guess what really makes me mad is there's so many women on Instagram that are police officers or firefighters or they're in the military and they post beautiful pictures of themselves um, doing whatever they're doing. As you should. Yes. That are because far Because you're not going to be young forever. Yes. You might as well take them now. They were far more revealing than me. And I'm like, their departments are well aware because they have a huge social media presence that they're on there and they don't give a shit mm-hmm. because they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't give a shit. Nope. It's completely separate. I don't give a fuck if some guy I'm arresting saw my kneecaps on Instagram. Wow. I'm still going to arrest him. Exactly. And he's still going to have to respect me just the same. Exactly. Because I'm going to put him in his place when he doesn't. Exactly. I don't get it. 
Ugh. I really don't get I'm it. I'm still mad about it to this day. And that was a long time ago. Well, double standards are like... <sighs> yes. Oh, but... So I deleted all those guys and... It didn't take long. It was like several hours later that one of them called me. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He texted me and he said, hey, I hope I didn't do something to upset you or offend you. I consider you my friend. You're a really cool person. And I hope everything's okay with us at work. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you deleted me on Instagram. And I was like, if you hadn't noticed... I deleted everybody we work with or associated with on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's not you. I'm just, I don't know what's going on. And so he called me and he asked me to explain. So I told him and he's like, no way did me or several of these other people tell on you or screenshot your picture. We would never do that. Well, someone to you. did. Well, someone did, but. I slowly kind of reintegrated back into my coworkers being allowed on my Instagram mm-hmm. and figured out who it wasn't. To this day, I still have no idea who the fuck told on me in the first place. Yeah. Well. No idea. I would just say, be careful what you post. Absolutely. That well, happened to Blondie, too. Yeah. Remember? It's not necessarily be careful what you post. It's back yourself up. Well, like, be I careful wish I would have. Who you yeah have on there because they'll be little bitches i I wish i would have just been like listen you have nothing on me i'm leaving your office because you can't punish me in any way right now yeah but at the time i didn't really know what to say yeah so stick up for yourselves we're older now yeah we're experienced we know what's going on but no that happened with blondie i don't know if you remember he it was was his birthday and he posted oh 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 yeah he posted a picture of himself drinking yeah but it was from the other it was from like yesterday, Before. like the other day. And then there was two officers who could have done it. Okay. And he told me that his sergeant pulled him in when he got to work. And he's like, were you drinking before shift? Yeah. And he was like, uh, no. So, yeah, there's two people who could have done that. He's like, well, what about your pictures? Yeah. That wasn't real time, people. Yeah. You can post throwbacks. So I told him, I'm like. <laughs> Those two officers, if you're not going to delete them, make sure they can't view your story. Because yeah. you can, like, you know, Pick do and that. choose. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, be careful who you have on there. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's about all we have to talk about this episode. Um, I'm sorry that this episode was more bitching and <laughs> complaining than our others. Um, but we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yeah, we are. We got that fixed. Um, we're also on Spotify. Google Podcasts and Anchor, if you could go give us a listen. Um, It would be great if you could rate or review. That really helps us out. Um, And keep writing in. Please keep writing in. I've very much enjoyed the story and the questions. Honestly, I don't know what has given us this much excitement recently because nothing nothing nothing. can compare. (laughs) So thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys.